This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, Luigi Joya asks, what if we were good after all? It was only last week that reading Ratke Bregman's delightfully provocative book, Humankind, A Hopeful History, I became aware that blushing is the only facial expression which is uniquely human. This is a book based on an impressive array of scientific research. Yet, its author's avowed commitment to endorsing a certain view of humankind raises some flags about whether its conclusions can be taken at their face value. This is why I decided to approach it rather as a thought experiment based on solid arguments. What if we thought of human beings not as inherently selfish and doomed to evil, but for the redeeming role of religion and civilization? What if, instead, we saw human beings as naturally good, wired to coexist peacefully with other human beings inclined to help and support each other? Blushing is quoted as an evidence in favour of this argument. From the viewpoint of evolutionary psychology, it demonstrates that human beings are quintessentially social, that they care what other people think, which fosters trust and enables cooperation. What happens then when we start thinking about humanity in this way? In the first instance, this unmasks our negative bias. We have a tendency to uncritically agree with the dominant cultural narrative about human corruption. We think that it is more heroic and virtuous somehow to espouse the gloomy portrait of humanity popularized by William Golding's Lord of the Flies and Richard Dawkins' The Selfish Gene. Some of the most refreshing pages of Bregman's book are those that report what really happened when a group of adolescents were stranded in a remote island for a year. Not only nobody was killed, but they developed remarkable strategies to deal with conflicts positively and live in harmony. As for Dawkins' theory, most biologists today would indeed acknowledge that struggle and competition are a factor in the evolution of life, but would argue that cooperation is much more critical. Does this portrait not contradict the Bible? Are we not told that the Lord saw that the wickedness of humans was great on earth and that every intention of the thoughts of their heart was only evil continually and the Lord regretted that he had made humans on the earth and it grieved him to his heart in the book of Genesis? The issue, however, is not whether we are capable of evil, which nobody, Bregman included, would deny. 
The issue is whether we are naturally inclined to selfishness rather than cooperation, greed rather than sharing, violence rather than the desire for peace. I find revealing in this regard that one of the most recurrent images in scripture to explain evil should be that of the hardening of heart. Poignantly and incessantly, the Lord keeps begging us, Today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts. To me, this implies that we behave badly, not because our hearts are evil, but because we harden them. Evil is not innate in us. The proof is that we reach evil only by stages, by doing violence to our hearts, by forcing ourselves to become blind and deaf to the need of our sisters and brothers. Indeed, once we have hardened our hearts, it looks as if we are inclined to evil because we have become good at stifling the voice of our conscience. From the realms of physics, however, we can find some relief. When it comes to materials, hardness is not a measure of their invulnerability, but on the contrary of how easily they can be scratched or indented. We know how easily diamonds, one of the hardest materials on earth, can be cut by those who have become experts in detecting their structural weakest points. Our God is the expert diamond cutter who considers our hardness of heart not as an obstacle but as an opportunity. Where we are tempted to see only depravity, he already foresees the valuable, gleaming and polished jewel. Words of John Donne Batter my heart, three-personed God, For you as yet but knock, breathe, shine, and seek to mend, That I may rise and stand, or throw me and bend Your force to break, blow, burn, and make me new. Lord, give us grace to see ourselves as you see us and to be unfeignedly thankful in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.